Alexis is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never right. been anybody that's right. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed. And England win on penalties. History in itself. You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in the NBA. But they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why don't you take your pants off? Balls are fun. I understand. Come on, take it quickly, Reggie! Yes, good match. No money's in the fucking reserves. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get the Hello and welcome to episode 180 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett, Alex Jones and Jack Harper. Probably what you'd call a full house these days. We've not seen Troy since uh, the lockdown began. I have heard from him, so he is uh, <laughs> live and well. But this is as good as it gets, sounds negative. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. How is everyone doing? Thrilled after such an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very flattered. Alex is... Uh, here to join us from the start today, so that's nice of him. Um, oh, I'm not even going to rise to that. Yeah, you're, you're, you're treading on such thin ice. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. If there's anyone here you wouldn't want on thin ice, it's probably me. There's, there's, <laughs> there, there, there was the there was the red wedding in Game of Thrones, and then there was the betrayal that you did last week. <laughs> don't look at me, look at Harpstein. Hey, hey, you can lump you can lump it on Jack all you want, but at the end of the day, you were the one who pulled the trigger. I, I think it asked. showed it Go showed on. the hierarchy in the pod that I did. I think, <laughs> I think it showed where he regards you. Well, I probably should have asked this before we started recording, but uh, how are you uh, feeling today, Jack? Yeah, much better now, thank God. How were you feeling yesterday? Um, again, actually not that bad to be fair. It was one of those. Day drinking sessions, which kind of about ten o'clock on Saturday night, I thought Jack's going to wish Sunday never came. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I held my tongue. (laughs) What we were discussing, because it could have been a very different Sunday. I know we might not have had a pod if I'd let you message Alex (laughs) what you were going to say. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, confirm it was not about Alex. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a lot to get into. We've got the Premier League's big return, hence the enthusiasm in my voice. We've got news of the week, which is a lot has happened in the past week, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) We've got worldwide news. Probably a good point to say so I don't interrupt people during the podcast. Other episodes to look out for this week. Um, I replied to someone on Twitter earlier who was offering us a sexy show and I've told them, look, we've got plenty to come in return. Wednesday, we spoke about it on Movie Madness that it might happen. We tied down Jonathan Daniel Brown from Project X, JB. Spoke to him for about two hours last night, didn't we, TK? So we've got that to be released. Yes, we did. That was a great, great chat. What a bloke. Yeah, legend. 
could be a new pod member, Alex. So uh, <laughs> maybe you're the one on thin ice. And then we've got another episode of Movie Madness coming on Friday with Dumb and Dumber against Happy Gilmore. And we may have a new podcast dropping on the network, but we'll wait to see if that happens before I talk too much about it. So anyway, news of the week. If you can picture this, so we're going to Switzerland to start things off today. Swiss women stage a mass scream in protest over gender pay gap. <laughs> That's effective, to be fair. <laughs> if, you can, if you can maintain that, no one is going to put up with that for very long. No. <laughs> Maintaining it could be an issue, though. It's, it's one of those where you think, where's the longevity of it? So how, <laughs> how long are we screaming for? Maybe the shifts. That's not actually a bad shout. If you get like a decibel meter, so you can really see the impact that you're causing on the world, that could be quite useful. Isn't Just Switzerland get... the place to give the word yodeling as well? So they've, yeah. they've got vocal they got <laughs> experience that they can fall back on there. They've done their warm weather training camp and they're ready for the, for the full action now. The Swiss have definitely got some lungs on them. Some well, historian. Got... <laughs> we've got more Swiss news coming later, so you can hold tight for that. Uh, Seattle coronavirus survivor gets a 1.1 million 181 page hospital bill. Have you seen this? Yeah, they I applauded saw this. him while he was leaving the hospital, then handed him this bill. I bet they fucking did. <laughs> this, is, this is what I couldn't really get my head around with coronavirus because, like in the UK, we're kind of all in it together. We've got the NHS let's try and save the NHS as much as we can. In America, it's kind of like, well, well, the more people that get it, the more money that the big pharma companies make. So well, I saw people saying, like, oh, well, it? the insurance company will pay for it. Like, it's still okay to bill someone 1.1 million. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it opened my eyes as well, that when, like, over here, we think about having kids, and it's like, oh, yeah, we're planning on having a kid. Over there, they have to save up. It's like 15 <laughs> grand to have a kid. Well, I mean... I think planning I mean, to have it, kids is what people are supposed to do. It just doesn't yeah. need to be the norm. Well you, well, you know what I mean? It's like, you know those kids at school that would you knew they were going to get pregnant and then they did. <laughs> like the age of like well, not 16. our school. We went to an old boys' school. Well, no, but, you know, the, the neighbour in Ribston or like someone comes into school and says, oh my God, his missus is pregnant. What was going to happen here? And you think, oh yeah, that's quite a life-changing decision. But you make that mistake at 15 and you've got like a 15 grand bill. Where's that money coming from? Yeah. And what was this guy doing in the hospital? I know hospital bills are extortionate <laughs> at them. It's like, he was, was he going in like the drinks cabinet in a posh hotel? If you don't do that, it will, it will rack up the bill. Don't do that. But he used to say, yeah, fuck it. I'll he was it. spamming that little red button by the bed, thinking he had good little room service. <laughs> the nurse is asking what he wants for dinner. He's taking the free course of it. Like, well, all right. If you want that, fair enough. <laughs> they've got more hypes up on like painkillers. And instead <laughs> of having their own brand ventilator, they've come to the top of the range. <laughs> If you thought the people in the surrounding areas of the uh, mass scream had a bad day, the Swiss police are searching for the owner of a gold haul that was left on a train. Wow. What? So I don't know. It's not like dropping something out of your pocket. It's, this is a gold haul. It's described as so. I feel like that's something that you really should not just be leaving on the ground. <laughs> that should have your full undivided attention. It's not like. Uh, Someone, it's like you left your debit card where someone could just pocket that and walk off the train. You can't really pocket a gold haul either, so that's I was probably say, why it's got to the police. You wouldn't, <laughs> even have it, you wouldn't even have it proposed to you as like a hypothetical. It's like, 
So say you're on a train and you see a gold hall left. What do you do? Do you give it into the police? Do you take it? Well, It's not even going to be presented as a problem. I think we've got to try and take into consideration what the situation of the person was. Because I've been in a situation on the way to Zante um, where we actually flew from Manchester, of all places, to fly for. We've got so many airports nearer us. <laughs> and like, we're absolutely hanging. We get to Zante. And I'm not dressed for the occasion. I mean, we're talking, I'm in jeans, hoodie. It's like 35 degrees I'm hanging out my ass, <laughs> wanting to get into my room just to put the aircon on and get changed out of my um, jeans. And I'm in so much of a hurry that this bus that's taken us from the airport has, I've left my bag with my passport and all of my money in, in the overhead compartment. And oh. I've jumped off this bus that was full of like other lads and other lads holidays going to different destinations. And I've realised, just as I see it driving off, and realised that I don't speak Greek, and I've now <laughs> got to try and find my passport. So, I, not obviously a gold hall would be better than my passport, but you can, you can you see why how things happen. Is it Sean that left his passport on a plane once? Or have I got I, that completely wrong? I don't know. It, would, it seems to the, fits the profile. <laughs> Sounds like someone Alex would that. know to tell us, but... It, it it fits the profile, yeah. I feel like I've heard that story as well. Yeah, I feel like I have heard that. What else? Have the we problem got is there? he's a bit like uh, he's a bit like Balotelli, where there's so many stories <laughs> you don't know what what roams into yeah. well, fantasy. He definitely he definitely did bring his choc ice in his bag to school and wonder why it <laughs> melted. So that isn't a Balotelli story. <laughs> I think classic, I think the thing that gets to school. <laughs> yeah, he brought it in his bag and then got to school and in the common room and he went, oh, my choc ice is melted. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the beauty of this story is as well, when Byron brings it up, he initially denies it and then he comes around to the idea that though it did happen, but he counters it like Byron did something stupid. I can't remember what he said, but I remember the argument essentially went that, yeah, well, I was, well you were uh, like 19 when you did that, Byron. And he would have been 17 when he did this. So was, there is really, the age made no difference to this story as to whether you should have known better or not. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I've got a slightly more somber story. It's a Canadian conservation officer was fired for refusing to kill bear cubs. And he won a legal battle after he lost his job because of this. That's quite a segue from the previous one. Yeah. Do you feel like you're kind of in the wrong job if you aren't willing to be a conservation officer i suppose yeah i guess it's a kind of prerequisite but that does sound like a netflix series waiting to drop bear king is going to be yeah. the next thing isn't bear. it <laughs> seems like this guy's getting them all to get like boob jobs and shoot bears and stuff well we're back on track here uh, florida police say to look out for the burglar with poo on shoe what that's the headline <laughs> florida police say to look out for burglar with poo on shoe <laughs> Fair enough. Um, woman attempting suicide in Tokyo has life saved by 20 sumo wrestlers. Are, are they being used as a big inflatable like breakaway? Is that is that what's happening? Can't there? click the story. I feel like it has to be. Or feel, a mattress. And, they, she jumped unless, off a building and landed on them. Unless these 20 sumo wrestlers have the combined like reasoning skills to talk her off that ledge. I think... Like a massive blanket slash pillow is what they're being used <laughs> they as. All, they all moonlight as Samaritans as well as being <laughs> sumo wrestlers. It's, it's a strange niche, but they're, they're doing it. <laughs> um, 
New York City's health department has taken the surprising step of endorsing glory holes as a way of safer sex during the corona pandemic. Gee <laughs> 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 whiz. Uh, doctors, <laughs> doctors in China remove fish from man's rectum after he accidentally sat on it. <laughs> it's another one of these, isn't it? You just, that's not what happened. I'm not <laughs> in. That, that, that does sound fishy. I go. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, no. <laughs> what was it we had last week? It was like a phone charger in someone's um, bladder, wasn't it? Or something. Yeah, that was a bit. Yeah. That was a bit harder to explain though. Yeah, you can't just sit on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could. But... <laughs> well, oh yeah, and it's ended up in the bladder. That's the yeah. extra relevance that's, that's to that. The thing. Uh, Florida man lets twelve-year-old drive Jeep at eighty-five miles an hour. That's Why hardly not? even news, is it? <laughs> Yeah. Bordeaux Bridge Police looking for cannibal chicken who stole a nugget from child. <laughs> They're on a hunt for this chicken. <laughs> I love how Florida has got such wackier news stories than Europe. Well, that was in Bordeaux, that one. Exactly. Well, it's in Bordeaux, France. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of like their version of Hot Fuzz when they're chasing after the swans. <laughs> they look catching that chicken then. <laughs> <laughs> Tapai City Councillor inserts 53 chopsticks into his bottom after losing a bet. See, we have a scary least... amount of stuff going on with Arthur <laughs> on this segment. Yeah, at least there he's being honest. He hasn't said I've sat on an X amount of chopsticks. He's just been straight up and honest on how they got there. Well, uh, it's, this is maybe a plug for the pod on Wednesday, but uh, JB explains how yeah, we ended plug up. Yeah, terrible <laughs> choice of words. <laughs> yeah. JB explained how he ended up on the bang bus and that was to do with a bet as well. So there you go. Tune in for that story. (laughs) Um, And finally, tens of thousands call for Louisiana Confederate statues to be replaced with true American icon, Britney Spears. I feel like... we can all get behind that. Yeah, Yeah. I I think we can. It's going to be great as well because if civilization ever gets lost in like an apocalypse or whatever, and then thousands of years from now they're just going to be confronted with statues of Britney Spears. It'll be a great kind of showcase for what our age really truly works. Britney, get the true perfection. You, you don't want there. a progressive sort of statue, like Russian dolls. You don't want to see that. Sure, <laughs> breakdown. Strangely, if that scenario played out that Jack says, it's probably easier to explain why there are Britney Spears statues than Confederate statues. Yeah. It's actually yeah. easier to explain this than yeah. this state that existed for six years and didn't really do a lot <laughs> other than enslave people. Well, on that note, the Premier League is back. <laughs> interesting note. <laughs> Very interesting note. Where are you going with that one? Yeah. Back off nice. we They're very well paid. <laughs> Well, we have, it's been 100 days since Leicester City hammered Aston Villa 4-0 on the 9th of March. And the Premier League will return this Wednesday with the first of 92 games to be played behind closed doors over the next six weeks. How excited is everyone? it's, It's weird because I feel so out of touch with it all. Like it's mm. kind of been as soon as we've been we've been without it for that long. It's kind of like when you when you get out of a relationship, you don't want to look at the photos, you don't want to look at all of the, <laughs> all the text, you miss it so much. So I, I can like the news and stuff. It's been I normally you know when you're just like you know sat in the lounge 
and you just like put some you want something on the background go to sky sports news just have it playing in the background i found that hard i found that really hard to watch not been a good news like... day for spurs so you probably best to steer clear <laughs> i mean know? to carry on to carry on Alex's I... analogy it's more like she's your girlfriend's gone away traveling for a bit and now she's coming back you were pumped for it and now you're thinking i don't know if i'm as excited as i first thought i was going to be <laughs> yeah You'll feel your way back in. It'll be all right. <laughs> well, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through each team and we've kind of got some questions relating to each one of them. Some, I'm sure, will spend more on than others and uh, some lesser. So if we start with Bournemouth, big question here, will they survive? I tell you, they have in the next, well, the remaining 10 games, they've got United, Spurs, Leicester, Man City, all among them. So, not looking good. The thing is, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be really weird. It's going to be like, we've basically had an entire summer's break during the middle of the season. So, those teams that were underperforming where you think they could probably do better than they are doing at the moment, that slump could be completely turned on their head. You know when you get... Like well, they they like... played well in their last game because that was the game they had Liverpool where true yeah. Milner swept it off the line. Yeah, they haven't been looking good prize out there, had they? Well, no. We were kind of Alan... thinking this is probably the last last go. They've had it, like a few seasons where they've had dips, but have always come out of it, and we think this could be the last one. Yeah, Callum Wilson had gone 15 games without a goal, and then yeah, he scored Christ. three in his last six, and then everything got stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it came at the wrong time for them. And they had a, a lot of pretty good game against Chelsea as well, if I remember getting a draw there. They always play well against Chelsea. That always. is a weird game, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, always. And Newcastle against Chelsea. Yeah. No matter how badly they're doing. Good thing <laughs> Bolton went down, eh? Yeah. <laughs> We've got Southampton instead. <laughs> but are you picking Bournemouth to stay up? It's hard to make a case for him, especially after reading those last 10 games. I mean, we're going to have to go completely off paper because four They're tied four on completely points out the with West Ham and Watford. And you'd have to argue that West Ham are one of those teams that just got on a terrible run and their squad is just much better than where it should be. Yeah, their management isn't, though, is the issue. <laughs> That's, yeah. I was going to say, is it, is it much better? I think it's better than that, but I don't know if this... I mean, if you look at the squads in front of them in Brighton, Southampton, Newcastle, they've got Everton yeah. in 12th. I mean, you would argue that West Ham would probably just be behind Everton. Crystal yeah, Palace yeah. are in 11th as well. So that's They've got a better squad than Palace, probably. It's just Roy's a good manager and knows what exactly. he's doing. Yeah, exactly. So Trust Pearson at Watford as well. I'm probably going to have to say I'm going to be back in West Ham to stay up because... I was really enjoying the prospect of seeing them go down again. I thought that was going to be really fun. <laughs> but I just can't see... I just can't see Bournemouth coming out of that, really. Not with that fixture list. Well, next up, then, you have Arsenal. So, fortunately, we are 13 points above uh, Bournemouth. So, you'd think we won't quite get pulled into that dogfight. But <laughs> still not looking too pleasant. I mean, first game back Man City away isn't ideal. <laughs> But hopefully Arteta has the key, maybe. Are we, we taking... 
Are we so, taking home and away is really into account here? Do you think it's going to make that much of a difference now? Well, City have a bit of an advantage in that case because their stadium's normally... Hey, hey that's <laughs> a joke. <laughs> it has to be done. Yeah. I was hoping it wouldn't be. I thought we were going to be above that. <laughs> he said it's fishy earlier. We're not above anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that's sacred I mean, here. The last game we had actually was a scrappy 1-0 against West Ham in which we probably should have lost by two or three. Yeah, that does seem ages ago, doesn't it? We should probably give Arteta some credit for saving all the lives, because it was him catching Corona that put a stop to the league. Well, yeah, this was the thing where they, you know, they made a big thing at how it got cancelled. Like, it didn't get cancelled so much as a manager had to contract it <laughs> via Olympiacos coming for the games to get called off. <laughs> we would have had a full round of fixtures again, wouldn't we? I think it was Gwen Doozy spoke about it, because he said after the game against... Uh, West Ham in the change room, Arteta like, hugged every player individually. So oh, once he got sake. announced that he had Corona, they were all looking <laughs> at each other like, oh, <laughs> not ideal here. Well, <laughs> we've got City, then Brighton away, then Southampton away. So, and then we've got we still got Leicester at home, Spurs away, Liverpool at home. Fortunately, that isn't to stop Liverpool going uh, invincible, which is a big relief. <laughs> a lot's going to determine on whether Aubameyang starts quickly or not yeah definitely. 10 games left how well he plays largely determines how well we play so if I was right in thinking as well you didn't have many players out injured is that right it was, it was basically your team was there any big names um, out well we had we didn't have many centre-backs but they Holdings just come back we brought in um, Pablo Mari who's just about fit now Right. So, yeah, we're pretty much... So you're going to probably... have Callum Chambers and I think that's about <laughs> it. But you'd probably hedge your bets in saying that you're better off than when you went into it. Because I feel like there's a lot of teams sniffing around the top four, top five that I don't know because if players can rub off on each other, then Arsenal defenders being locked in with each other for that long is a scary thought. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing being, there's never a good time to play City. So if you are ever going to no. have them, maybe the first game back after a break is a small sort of consolation that they're not going to be up to speed at this point. I know it's uh, well, they would have had the champions. There. They would have had the Champions League um, after this game, so they might have rested some players when they played. Oh, that okay. Time. <laughs> mm. So it probably wasn't a bad time, but I mean, they usually go to town on us, and it's usually damage limitation after about 20 minutes so I'm I'm not too optimistic for that game in particular but we've got the interview with uh, Big Tone from That's My Boy on Wednesday if things go to plan so I may not be watching the start of it which may be a blessing in disguise (laughs) other than that I think top four is going to be hard top five should be the aim I think and it really depends how well we start because we've certainly been known to fall like I don't know the right word but we we can we, we can go on a streak not like in old school but one <laughs> loss is sometimes all it takes to kickstart a chain of them yeah 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 but wheels off the bus kind of thing yeah I think it would actually help Arsenal playing in empty stadiums at the moment because although obviously you got the change of manager that you wanted with Arteta, 
from what I could see on TV and from what you've told me at games, the atmosphere from the home fans still, they weren't completely behind the team, if that makes sense. There was, yeah, um, no, but there were some strange people that wanted Jose in, which they weren't too happy when (laughs) that didn't come to. But I think most are behind Arteta now, so yeah, but still, I think it's more there are a lot of hateable players on the team. I was gonna say, I think it's individual players, isn't it? Lacazette, Lacazette, that was the kind of angle that I was going towards, really, like getting on individual players' backs, kind of. That could hurt morale more than like Lacazette could hit a run of form now. Exactly, it might do. Uh, I'm not. So, I don't. I don't think I'll start. To be honest, I think. I think uh, he uh, should. If I was to place, with, if I was to place Eddie, money on, if I was to place money on who I think will be more interested um, with the games that are left now, I put my money on Lacazette. I think he's got much. I, I'd be be interested to see what if because obviously, Bamiyang's pretty much out the door he's not going to be interested in staying so and Big you're in a season you're we'll in, you're in a cash and get Luka Jovic in that case yeah well I'm not yeah I'm not I'm not, I'm not having a dig I'm not I'm not having a dig about, oh no you're not having a dig I'm sure I'm just talking logically <laughs> I, I'm, I'm talking logically trying to fight in Lacazette's corner because I mean you've got a uh, you've got here you've got um, Lacazette who's obviously still you know fighting for the club and his interest in playing for Arsenal and in a season which is almost effectively a bit of a dud I mean we're in no man's land here it'd be interesting to sort of see who's interested in what um, because you've got to remember as well there'll be a lot of question marks over what is going to happen next year there's so many questions left unanswered still so it's just a lot of players heads aren't going to be fully in it is that if, like, uh... like, and when you've got a player who's looking at a transfer away anyway you know, it's sort of I'd put my money on Lacazette to be honest. If Aubameyang does go, you want to hope uh, Kane doesn't decide he wants to come to the side of North London he actually prefers. <laughs> but my money That's, will be. I it, think he'll start Eddie and Ketia ahead of Lacazette. That seems to be his preferred <laughs> option. Jeez. And that in the friendlies so far. That's the way he's gone. So. Mm. How much? Were, been... When did uh, the uh, when did the team start? being able to train together again. I can't remember how long ago that was now. Uh, not very long. Not that not long. Uh, a month no. match, maybe? Probably yeah. a couple of weeks. So they haven't had really any time to do but any even work. then, they were claiming it wasn't contact training. I don't know how much they stuck to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. It, yeah, I was going to say, they, they haven't really had any time then to do proper work. I mean, a month. Have you seen there's no ball boys? <laughs> or, or girls? There's they're, they're not having ball boys or ball girls in the Premier League's returned. Interesting. Yeah, I saw this. But it's the same with the Dortmund, isn't it? They've just got balls lying around. By and they're not making balls. anyone <laughs> wear masks in, in here. But then they're saying to maintain social distancing while celebrating. So they really just, it's like they don't know what they're doing. No. Yeah, I, uh, I hope, I hope, just like for some weird reason, they're only allowed one football per match as well. And whoever boots it into the stand, has to That's go get it. <laughs> <laughs> You have Eric, if you have Eric Dyer around, he's pretty quick getting up there. So, <laughs> where would if I asked all of you where you thought Arsenal were going to finish? Where would you uh, predict we're ninth at the moment? One point, five points off fifth with a game in hand. Um, I'm going to say 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say sixth, and I don't think, and that's not near open. Yeah, I think I think six. I I just don't know which of those teams above are going to drop. Like, are Wolves or Sheffield United just going to go on a stinker? Spurs. More likely United, to be fair. But you got Sheffield. yeah. We'll, we'll come on you to them. She- you got Sheffield ahead of them, so yeah, they've been playing very well. Yeah, it just, you, it just seems odd to say. Well, the thing is that we night. still we still got to play Leicester, Spurs, yeah, Liverpool, and big City. Games so it kind of is, and so yeah, it's kind of on our own backs to get there so I think Sheffield could be one of those teams I was alluding to earlier as well where they were on a run and by all intents and purposes they shouldn't be where they are they've got I think it's hard of... to call it a run though because they've been pretty consistent all season no I get that totally get that but again it's mainly down to Spurs and Arsenal being as bad as they have been that they shouldn't really be in seventh yeah that gap that effectively we're Arsenal, Tottenham, and Chelsea should be in around where well, less Chelsea yeah. in there, but oh, yeah, I don't know why moment. Alex. It's good that you said that because Jack seems to be putting Chelsea outside of <laughs> no. Tr- us trust as me, if we're not in the same. I, the as if we're not why, all in the same batch. The reason why I haven't mentioned them yet is because I've like I want to come on to Chelsea because I can see us losing our first three games back. So and then that blows everything wide open. <laughs> well, the next team up then is uh, Villa so I don't think we need to spend too long on them if there was anything that was going to motivate Villa they did make all of their players take a 25% uh, pay deferral so that <laughs> should motivate them you, you then got the last game they had they got battered 4-0 by Leicester no clean sheets really in that side and five of their remaining 10 games are against the top seven clubs so yeah, they're gone. Grealish is going to have to do more than he already does. Yeah, no, I think that's pretty much the best way to sum it up. I think yeah. their talisman I mean, is Grealish, who's been pretty much carrying them all season. And there's only so much he can do, which is why they've only won seven games. Yeah, and he tried John to go after some stress injured, relief yeah. and he got in trouble. <laughs> well, I mean, similar case, you've got Brighton up next, so... They're 15th at the moment. Three of their players tested positive for Corona. Glenn Murray said it was uh, too soon to return, which make your own mind up as to why maybe <laughs> just want them to come back. They've gone 240 minutes or four hours without scoring a Premier League goal. Christ. And I know there's there's only five teams below them at the moment, but there are, I mean there are five teams, but they also haven't won a game in 2020. Mm. So yeah, they've got back to back games with yeah. yeah. What they've been they've doing? They got back to back games with Liverpool and City, and I'm pretty sure they've got United in there as well. Oh Jesus! No, yeah, when you were saying United, about they got Sheffield though. When you were saying about Bournemouth, I was thinking Brighton. I could see being the ones that get dragged into the fight, as much as West yeah. Ham and Watford are the immediate ones above them. I can see both of them for different reasons being able to get out of it. Um, Brighton, I do think. It, they aren't like you said. They aren't capable of scoring enough goals. He's come in and I admire what he's done in terms of being able to change that style of play. But I think he might find himself a little bit short with quality what he's got there. Yeah. yeah. So Burnley then. So tenth at the moment. The last result they had, they drew one all with Spurs. Um, Should have won as well. 
don't know who it is. AJR Harper's moving. Um, they had, what was it? Probably Brady's extended his contract, so he'll be there to the end of the season, so they haven't lost him. Their assistant manager tested positive for the Rona. Um, hmm. Weird one they are. They don't really have much to play for because they're used to maybe being in more of a dogfight at this time. So they're just mm. going to compete to see how high they can finish. So they, they the, have, sorry. Doing the chart on Athletic and the Kerbishly. Just see what we can do, lads, we've done that. They've got City, Watford, Palace, Sheffield, West Ham, Liverpool, Wolves, Norwich and Brighton. So there's enough games there that they probably won't be focusing on too much if they can pick up points against Watford, Palace, Norwich, Brighton, even just or in West Ham, just one or two wins from there, then I'm sure they'll probably be happy. So, yeah. from what you said then, does that mean Robbie Brady's out of contract? At the end of the yeah. Season? That's a sign for someone. There's a couple of, uh, like, good utility players that can be picked up for a big team or someone that can get more money than they probably would have uh, for a team that's coming up or a team that just about hangs around. Someone like Do West you know... Ham will give him about 100 bags a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Do, do you know, like, what's happening with the transfers and the contracts that have ended was supposed to end in June. They're negotiating like an extension period just to say, all right, well, you keep the same deal basically, but it just expires later. Some of them will refuse if they think they're in for a big money deal and don't want to chance it, but some of them, it probably helps to get themselves in the shop window a bit longer. Fair point. Someone like uh, Ryan Fraser, who... I've had a pretty poor season, mainly most thinking it's because he wants that move away and so his yeah. head isn't really in Bournemouth. He's got 10 games to, despite knowing that he probably won't be at Bournemouth much longer, to get himself yeah. out there and get an extra 10, 20 grand on his contracts. So, yeah. Chelsea then were on to, so fourth at the moment. Last game they had, they beat Everton 4 0. They had agreed a deal with. Timo Werner, so it'll be interesting to see how Tammy Abraham reacts to that. And, yeah. Uh, Kante, is Kante not refusing to play because... Uh, no, he's, he's, he's playing. I played yesterday against uh, QPR. He wasn't um, that worried about Corona. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I think it was like the first week he refused and then he came back. He played yesterday. I really didn't understand this. Like, like loads changed in that week. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean... Obviously a maverick. Like I alluded to earlier, it's one of those fixture lists that the break is going to help us in the sense that we had our entire front three out injured completely. So we were like... <laughs> Can I stop you to... for one second? Because you said you thought they might lose the first three. You've got Villa and West Ham in those first three games. <laughs> the thing is with West Ham... I was Ham, just looking at this thinking, I don't know if I'm just running. <laughs> the, the West Ham at the moment are just, for us, awful to play against. No matter... Where they are in the league, and what they're doing at the moment, we've not played. <laughs> well, the, earlier in the season, for example, I think they beat us at the Bridge and Declan Rice pulled an absolute masterclass, even though they were kind of loitering towards the bottom half of the table. And it's like this massive derby, more for them, I would assume, than it is for us. Obviously, we love beating them, but if you look at the first three games, Aston Villa again, you don't know what's going to happen after the break. They could come out firing, fighting for their lives. Then you've got Man City, who are going to be pumped up after smashing Arsenal four days before. And then you've got Leicester City away. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen if away is going to be 
like, in consideration if that's going to make a big deal or not. So You've not got first... Leicester to play. Yeah, we have Sunday 28th. I'm looking at your fixtures. Sunday. Your Villa City, West Ham, Watford. Then Palace, Sheffield, Norwich, <laughs> Liverpool, Wolves. I'm looking at the same one as Jack that says they got Leicester. But... We've, got, we've definitely got Leicester to play because we've only played them at home. We haven't played them away yet. So we have 100- Sport have done me then. Yeah, we've 100% got Leicester, which is our first three games is Villa away, Man City, then Leicester away. So it's one of those, it can go one or two ways. We win all those games and we're cemented pretty much. But if we don't, we've only got Man United three points behind us. So that's what I mean by we could lose all three of those if we really, if that's the way we turn up. So, but then after that, you've got Watford, Crystal Palace, Sheffield. And Leicester's Norwich. in the FA Cup. <clears throat> oh, is it? Uh, yeah. I guarantee you that we've got Leicester to play. I can't remember playing Leicester twice. You haven't, Chief. Leicester in the FA Cup quarter final. Live on BT uh, Sports. We've got Sheffield. Fair enough. But I'll take that as a plus point that we don't have to play Leicester. <laughs> How do you think it's going to affect Tammy Abraham? Because I'm sure they're going to tell him, look, we want you to play together. And even if that is the case, yeah, he's seen I mean, beforehand that he wasn't trusted originally when there was kind of Higuain was brought in to play ahead of him and there was other strikers that had been brought in. Was he's on, kind yeah. of been there. I know he I'm was not on saying, but Yeah, I mean, in his head, he's probably thinking, why were these other people given a chance before me? And I think even if always... Lampard tells him now, do you think he's going to believe that he's not being replaced next season? Well, I think if you like, if you're a player at Chelsea, you kind of understand that this season's been better than we expected. Really, we we're expecting to be where you are. To be fair, trying to scratch around and get in if we could, we weren't expecting to be fourth right now. As in Tammy Abraham said, I'd probably try and use it as motivation because he got Mitchy Bachelorway and Olivier Giroud, which is coming towards the end of his career kind of, when he's still banging in like goals and pretty much yeah. doing the business whilst Tam has been injured. So, if you want to play at a club like Chelsea, who's going to be competing on all fronts hopefully in the future, then you've got to expect that there's going to be big name signings coming in your position. Striker has been one of those positions, like since Diego Costa left, that we haven't really filled. Um, Do you think Lampard is maybe not himself, but the media have made a rod for his back in that you can sign however many players at the end of this season and going into next season, it's going to be, well, I thought Lampard trusted all his youth players and if two or three of them aren't in the side next season, he probably is going to be criticised for that. I don't think it's a rod for his own back though because it, it was the situation that he had at the well, time. Well, I said, it, maybe not him himself, but the media right. have created a thing saying that Lampard beca- trusts the youth. This yeah, is we- his kind of... It's I certainly those... don't think he's shied away from that either. No, I think he was he... more than happy to play up to it. Whether yeah. it... No, I, I definitely agree with that. I think it is just what it is. It's If the kids are good enough to stay in now, they've been given their chance. That's the real challenge. Because Mason Mount, I reckon he could probably still vie for a spot in that team, definitely. We've got Loftus-Cheek coming back, who was a big player for us before he did his Achilles in at the end of last season. Mm. That's... Goals from midfield, which is what we've been lacking. Um, Tammy will still, if anything, if he does get dropped for Werner, he'll still be number two. So he'll still play a lot of minutes, no matter what. What do you what, think cause... about going for Chilwell? 
we need left back. Mm. In how many? Do you not think there's a better left back you can get though for Alexis Telles? million. Yeah, I do. There is Alexis Telles. Yeah, I, I sign him every time I put a manager left. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. He's got that he's... Um, Talia Fico at Ajax as well. Yeah, those are the two that I'd be going for if I was really trying to play smart money. But I guess the whole narrative at Chelsea was like young English. Let's get behind the build a good spine of English players that care for the team and all that kind of thing. And I can Less kind of understand where they're going over for. A barrel though, so they're absolutely going to do that again. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. So it's like, do you go and spend sixty mil on Chilwell, or could you go and give sixty mil to another top four rival? I think Chelsea are going to put a vile amount on Declan Rice. Again, I don't see him strengthening the team currently. Like, are you going to do that when that Gilmore's just started emerging? Exactly. Like, I saw him on a, some Scottish podcast, some clip of it the other day, which was good. Yeah, he's he's coming through. He's a decent player. He's been playing well for the games that he's had, and I I wouldn't be doing it if it were me. But we all know what. Does Lampard like Jorginho enough, or is he going to try and ship him out? He has come into favour a lot more now because he wasn't just that robotic player that he played under Sarri. He does do a lot more. It's fun, actually, because now we've got all these players come back and the ability to buy players. It's going to be more of, well, who fits in where, whereas now we're trying to fit players just to get games at the moment. We're still playing Pedro at the age that he is, coming towards the end of his contracts because we've got no one else to play on the wing because everyone else is injured. and Before- That's all going to change. Before we move on to the next team, do you think Chelsea give William the terms he wants? I don't think so, personally. I think. Well, do you want? He wants his same contract with a two-year extension. It's been that way ever since JT was there. So it's like JT. Who's going to be? Who's going to? Who's going to buckle? Is it going to be William? I can see us paying him a vile amount, you know. Yeah, I can't see (laughs) Chelsea giving him longer than a year when they didn't do the same for Ivanovic, Terez, even Lampard. Lampard left because they would only give him a year and limited playing time. So I just don't see it changing. I, I don't really know where he gets in our team, even to be fair. Like you, because if you're not going for the long term, then you've got Martinelli and Saka on the left, and you've got Reese Nelson and Pepe on the right. So exactly. I, I don't just, that entire conversation. I didn't hear anything at all, which like will match up with what Chelsea will do. Chelsea will go and spend <laughs> on uh, money on none of the players, a lot, most of the players that you haven't spoken about. They're going to spend big on big names. Uh, that is... That, I know well, it's been... It's like, Werner like, already. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's the young part, up-and-coming names, though. Yeah, you're going to spend big money on like your Kai Havertz. No, I reckon that would be That would be disgusting. You're going to go after a couple of big, well-known names already because your fan base and your business that you've now developed demands it. Give us some names, Alex. Give us some names. Give us some names. No, but as a club, as a club, you built this plastic fan base. They demand names on shirts to get excited about. This is what you created last week, Jack. Was that half an hour worth it? You go. I can see. I can see you. There's. You'll Some go big names around, being Danny Drinkwater and <laughs> Go sniffing around Real Madrid and Barcelona because they need to offload. Give us some names. Who, yeah, give us some names. Who are they going to sell Kyle to? Kyle Havertz is, is going to be the sign of the summer for whoever gets him. Exactly. And that's the kind of players that they've built this model now. And he's going to cost set, 70 odd mil at least. Yeah, it's built this into a model where you <laughs> want to buy young, young exactly. exciting talent. That's the way the market's going now. Buy Tell like us they're getting Mbappe, Alex. Say it. Yeah, <laughs> with your chest as well. You're gonna get 
you're gonna get you're that, gonna go rape that pigeon senior. chest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, give us some names on who like Kai Havertz. I would say is quite a big name. I know he's only young, but he's who everyone wants, and that's the way big transfers are spent now. You go to Germany, age of twenty, you get a big big deal to a massive club. Do you think they'll go for Sancho? There you go. I'll throw you a, a lifeline, Alex. Remember I predicted that in our uh, New Year podcast. Sancho's an obvious Sancho's an obvious pick, but I'd still say I'd still what what's Isco's contract looking like? He's he's been yeah, waiting what? for the Premier League for <laughs> a He's not a big name anymore. No, I know he's, he's not, but he's a big enough name. That's disrespectful. Don't forget, we've already signed Hakim Ziyech as well, so our midfield's pretty crowded. Yeah, signing Havertz or Sancho is bigger than signing Isco. Plus, as well, uh, this Sancho's kind of, hundred million. Yeah, this kind of narrative At least. where oh, we're going to go and sign big names and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, we had a like I think it rose to one hundred and thirty million euros with the add-ons in the appearances and things like that for the hazards fee. We signed Morata, uh, sold Morata now for 60 mil. Um, so that's oh, like much. 190 million pounds worth. Then why is Ronan slapping to pump money into the club? Well, he was trying to, and then he got banned from entering the country. So <laughs> he had to keep he, you afloat. You're going bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we've got this money, and everyone's kind of scraping the barrel at the moment due to coronavirus because they haven't had the incomes, etc to be able to put into transfer kits. It's like Klopp cited one of the reasons he didn't go in for Werner, but it's because he's having conversations about subsidising people's wages and then they go and spend 60 mil on a player. How do they have that conversation? Well, we had a window where we couldn't sign anyone. So our window from last year is now brought forward to where everyone else is going to be at a disadvantage. Klopp is very good at saying the, saying the right thing. Oh, of course he is. And I don't get and me that wrong. That is a good, if, if the owner is just kind of don't want to put the money up for but, Werner, which is that's anyone that doesn't make a signing this summer does have that ready-made excuse. They do. Yeah, I, just, well, I felt when, bad about spending money. When, when you <laughs> as well, when you consider that they're just about to make um, Van Dijk Liverpool's highest ever paid player at two hundred and twenty, and Werner, you would expect is going to be commanding around the one eighty plus a week mark. I guess that's when you are having difficult conversations. There's Arsenal fans out there that think we're signing Thomas Partey and Upamecano at least. So, Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Like, We've been linked with all these players. It's all happened before. Until I see it, them with the shirt, I'm not going to celebrate anything. But I think Werner with that shirt, yeah. Yeah, exa- exactly. That's what I mean. So oh, well, if, the, if, the days of old of going and signing Globetrotters are gone because there's you can't fund that. The new one huh. of that is to sign the, the big young talents before they get spotted by your big clubs so you can't poison my way let's just skip on or we will be on Chelsea till 10 o'clock tonight we've yeah. gone to Palace so the 11th at the <laughs> moment it'd be Watford at home last time out Jordan Ayew only got 8 goals yet seemingly every time I bet against Palace he does seem to score which is confusing <laughs> me but what do we think about them so they've got they've got some tough games to be fair they won so no, three of their last games without conceding. They're a team who were in form before the break, but they do now have Liverpool, Leicester, Chelsea, United, Wolves and Spurs before the end of the season. We're going to see how big their ultras really are for them. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's again, it's another one of those 
kind of Brighton stories has just gone a different way where they've just got no goals. You subdue Zaha and, like you said, are you, although he does seem to crop up with a goal here and there, only eight goals in the season for a front man in Christian Benteke where you just can't buy a goal. Well, if, if you told me that there's a team that's got Christian Benteke and Ayu as their main two strikers, I would just tell you, well, they're down then. Yeah, I would just exactly. assume, well, they're getting relegated. So the fact that he's got more 39 points and is seemingly safe is testament to the job Roy does. He's perfect for that sort of role. Yeah. Should have got longer with the England job. No, that's, that's why I specified that sort of role. Should not have got longer <laughs> with the England job. Benteke, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, do you think Palace, you think they'll stay up with... Big Roy I, in charge. Something might feel horribly wrong. I mean, what, they're 12 points above the zone, so... Yeah. They're one point behind Arsenal as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we haven't had much money to spend in... Well, managing <laughs> come in. And coronavirus and... Yeah. Exactly. Our <laughs> manager... Spurs, don't forget that. We That's should be true. giving the extra money, really, for uh, saving all them lives. <laughs> On <Yeah>. to Everton. <laughs> I mean... We could have a crystal ball here and still not predict what Everton going to do, to be honest. No. Leighton Baines was offered a one-year contract extension, so that's how things are going there. Calvert-Lewin, leading scorer, they last got battered 4-0 by Chelsea. They seem... They have Liverpool next. It doesn't ever seem to go well for them there <laughs> in recent times. <laughs> I don't know if they're fans. Like, I get nervous before a derby with Spurs. They must just not even bother. Yeah, that must be just dismal, <laughs> mustn't it? Going to the game. I remember, I remember um, when before True Geordie became True Geordie as he is now, where he first went viral with a couple of videos where he's ranting about how much he hates the time we had Derby. Because it was that spell where Sunderland won like five yeah. on the spin, I think. He's like, I fucking hate the Derby. What the fuck died? <laughs> so everyone was saying, no, no, you hope they stay in the division because you, you know, they love the games. Like, no, all of them fucking gone. <laughs> it must be like that with Everton fans. Must just be thinking, just move on to the next game. But worse is going to be that we're having to play City, and even more so, there's going to be Liverpool fans whinging if we don't take any points off them, as if it's not painful enough for us to watch. Yeah, as if it's a real hardship. You have to win the league in like your thirty-first <laughs> game instead or something. That's... Would be nice to win it at Goodison, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, I guess, Everton are kind of in the nicest way possible there's nothing really like too interesting for us to say about them because they're not going to make any headway and they're not going to go down so they've got Liverpool Leicester Spurs and Wolves in their last 10 but they'll probably beat someone like Spurs and lose to someone like Villa that's just how it goes with them yeah they've got Bournemouth at home on the last day of the season so that'll be interesting if uh Bournemouth have to, stay, have to win to stay up. If you wanted a team that's down tools as well for Bournemouth, then Everton probably would be those guys as well for that last game. Yeah. It might have come at a good time, but I remember that Chelsea game, they did get properly spanked. Yeah. Well. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, now if you look at the games beforehand as well, because we were going into that, Carlo coming back to the bridge and we're thinking, oh shit, here we go. That's not really a good game as well, Chelsea, Evan. Yeah, yeah, it was like a tight 3-2 with Arsenal. And if I remember rightly, they had the better of the game, my thinking correctly there Luke yeah yeah and then they had a 1-1 draw with United and then they came to the, like us and were like fuck here we go and they just rolled over which is see that's exactly that paints Everton in such a good picture yeah yeah exactly that is the perfect microcosm of 
their season. Yeah. Like tight games against the big boys and then just roll over in the next. So you got Leicester after that, so they're in third at the moment, going in after battering Villa 4 0. Vardy obviously can't stop scoring 19 goals. Well, he actually had that bit of a patch, but he's still on the Wasn't he injured? Goals, so. did, did he enter this? Was he injured going into um, this whole situation? I think he just had a dull patch back? and then scored, but. I could be mistaken. I mean, Ricardo Pereira's out for the rest of the season. In terms of a team looking to secure top four, they've got about a nice of a run in as you could hope for. You're going to have some rough games. They've got Spurs and United in their last, well, their last three are Sheffield, Spurs and United. So. I was going to say, that caught my attention earlier. If it's still close then, that's yeah. interesting. You'll see what their games. bottle's like. But mm. you've got... Watford away, Brighton, Everton, Palace, Arsenal, Bournemouth before that. So they should be able to get enough points for the top four in there, you'd think. But An eight-point cushion currently as well. So you'd yeah. think they've just about done enough, haven't you? Brendan should keep him fairly calm as well. You'd hope he's learned his lesson from previous times. I'd... You must be talking about my time at Swansea or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't think what you're talking about. <laughs> It's, it's going to rely on their, their key players because they're a good squad, but it's not like City can have none of their star players performing well and they can still pick up points. You are going to need Vardy, Madison, Seattle yeah, to do yeah. a good enough job. Talking of City, is it right... We'll be on there, nearly. Yeah, is it going to be right that there's going to be five subs allowed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's vile, isn't it? I didn't even think about that. They're yeah, going to so, be fingering teams. Yeah, so this is this is the problem with like playing City. Obviously, is that their their bench is as good as their first team. Oh, yeah. So and if they get five fucking subs. So you what you ain't gonna go you ain't wanna go wanna go uh, one nil down to Spurs. Jose's got no ball boys and five subs. He's gonna be having a lot of fun. <laughs> it's the what what is the basis? You have to give me what is the basis for that decision on the. So they say the that fitness. they haven't been given enough time to get everyone back to full fitness. So I think it's a way of them saying. If there was any pushback from teams saying, look, we're not ready to come back. you got five subs, so yeah, you're ready. <laughs> has there been any teams, has there been any gossip on who's been pushing that, pushing for that in particular? Or? Well, it happened in they Germany, were... so I think it's kind of, they've seen what's gone well there and taken, taken the things that have worked because you have had it in some of the games in Germany where it's been pretty lifeless and the subs have made an okay game pretty decent, so that is on the flip side. Any buy-in game has been killed as soon as the subs. Yeah. Come. As yeah. soon as they've got a lead and put some subs on, even if it's their attacking subs, they just don't bother. Weird. Mm-hmm. Liverpool then, so I mean, just gloss past these if, if, if you'd like. But <laughs> first in the league, you'd think they'll have it wrapped up before they play City, which is three games in. Because am I right in thinking? If you beat Everton, even if City batter us, then you just have to beat Palace or even just get a point against Palace. Yeah, I think that's right. Is it four points you need? I think it's four points, isn't it? So Yeah, so you'd think. I'd be surprised. I mean, things might get exciting if you get zilch from Everton and Palace, but I think you'd be all right. 
Yeah, for the sake of the competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you could just about get over the line. It would, for the sake of the competition, it'd be fun if we could like lose four on the spin or something and start getting sweaty palm time. But uh, I think even if we've had the worst sort of fitness regime possible to get back into this, we should touch wood be able to get a couple of wins in the last nine games. Yeah. You almost wish, you almost wish, just from a drama perspective, is that you do lose a few on the trot, so you make it like a slight whiff of chance is there. And that'll build up the attention and make the win seem a little bit more dramatic again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Liverpool fans might have been inspired. I mean, you had a pitch invader in the Barca game somehow for the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I did see that. What was it, Jack? I was going to say, you kind of feel that even if there are some Liverpool fans that think that way, the 30 years of not winning the league and coming so close a couple of seasons ago, I think they would just want it done now. I don't think they even want the drama. They they just take the trophy if you gave it to them. <laughs> yeah. After them, then so Liverpool. Then you've got City, as we've mentioned a couple of times from the Arsenal and just then. But Aguero said that the players are very scared about returning to action during this pandemic. So hopefully they're quaking in their boots. <laughs> their last game was getting beat two 0 by United. So maybe oh, yeah. it came at. God, it feels an age ago, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was worried that they were going to take it out on us, which is usually what happens when they come back from a loss. Yeah, yeah. Um, we still don't know what's happening with their appeal, so that could make a determining factor. If they're told that no matter what happens, then you're not going to be in the Champions League or if it's, they do have to fight for it. And it's going to be interesting for everyone else if that place goes out the window and then fifth place comes up for grabs, so... Very interesting. That's been the assumption, is it, is that the fifth place will get it? I don't know if that's yeah. actually fully agreed, is it, or is it just assumed that that's what will happen? I think they said it would four. be based on merit, so interesting. we just kind of assume that would be why. But they could be spoilers as much of anything, because they've got Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, and then they've even got Norwich, Watford, Bournemouth, Brighton, so they could really be the determining factor at both ends of the table. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So all the teams are going to be hoping that they do have something to play for, even if it's just some level of pride. I guess you've got Silver's last games in a City shirt, so they might want to go out on a plus point for him, maybe. Yeah, I, as we were just kind of looking at I'd looked at their entire squad list to kind of really see what the damage with five subs could do. And it doesn't make for good reading for the teams <laughs> they've got to play in. Like they could start with Jesus, Sterling and Bernardo Silva as a front three and change to... Aguero, Sane, and Mares. Yeah, that yes, the is, fact that Sane is back now is exactly still added salt in the wounds. And like United, the only, the only thing that they really had bad in a bad sense was their centre back partnership because they had so many injuries. And I imagine Laporte's back now as well. So that's just mental. They could change the entire front three and both their wing backs if they really needed to. So. Speaking of vicious front. Lions then, you United have managed to extend the loan of uh, Idi Nagalo <laughs> to stay with the club. Rashford, the leading goal scorer on 14, and he's been doing a lot whilst uh, the pandemic's been on, which, I mean, we're not that. And it's a nice thing to say, but I don't think we're going to go into a lot of detail on them. We'll just give him a spitballing pod pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> They've got Spurs, Sheffield in there, and then other than that, 
They've got Brighton, Bournemouth, Villa, Southampton, Palace, West Ham and Leicester to end They've the season. They've got some nice fixtures. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone's kind of laughed at them all season with Ollie, And in some instances, rightly so, I would say. But they're not actually in that bad a position. No. They're not, I, I, although they're three points behind Chelsea, I'd still say you would fancy United to get top four over Chelsea, especially with the games. Well, you don't know but, what, who's going to turn up with them ever. <laughs> That's true. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, do we reckon Pogba's going to be playing any games this season? Yeah. Do we reckon? Yeah, I think so. I think he'll play first game so. back. Yeah, I think he will. Has he been back training, does anyone know? Yeah, he yeah. played in the last match. Oh, really? Because it was, it was yeah, kind of one of those some... things where, was he injured, was he not? Like There was some he... tweet where the United fan account was saying, first glimpse of Bruno Fernandes and Pogba linking up in action with one of them spooning it wide while we were supposed to be really impressed. <laughs> it's like that Dejan Lovren tweet sent out by the official LFC account. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas literally like receiving a ball and passing well, Having it seen him play, that was quite impressive. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> you know, if you had to put your life down today, would you, where would you say they finish? Inside or outside the top four? Inside, I would say. Outside. Outside. I've gone finishing. I've gone finishing fourth on based on the fixtures. I think they've got some kind fixtures in there. Yeah. Um, I do think they've seemingly profited more than anyone else from this lockdown in terms of how they're being viewed. Seen generally, yeah. everyone's very. The fans are very protective of Ollie. Suddenly, he's doing a great job. They're only one or two players off their former glory, which has been a little bit strange to see. But in fact, I do think they'll make the top four. I just think their fixtures are better than the rest of yours. Can you imagine if I'd had to stew for this lockdown with Unai Emery still in charge? I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> Newcastle then. So are we thinking they're gonna are we thinking they're gonna stay up? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah think I'd say so. Eight point cushion, they'll pick up enough points, I think. So uh, they probably only need a couple of points to seal it. So Yeah, the big question is if this take if this takeover is gonna happen, which it not happening would be the most Newcastle thing ever, but <laughs> apparently there's got, someone waiting in the wings if it does fall through someone just does we've rich. heard this for years though and it never happens so that is that, true their like, fans that, are probably thinking we've been here before that would be a massive Newcastle thing you're right something signed sealed become the richest club in the Premier League <laughs> yeah. and then coronavirus happens it's almost got, like it's almost like the North East is kind of cursed when you consider Sunderland those who Definitely. watch Sunderland Till I Die, <laughs> like how close they came. And then they then saying, we cannot spend another season in, in this league. And they were yeah. just making like a playoff charge. And now the season's ended with them. And, yeah. and now they're back in there again. You've got, they've got Sheffield, Villa, Bournemouth, West Ham, City, Watford, Spurs, Brighton and Liverpool. They've got enough in there that they can pick up points against Villa, Bournemouth, West Ham, Watford, Brighton. So there's enough games in there for them to make things respectable. I think a lot of these Most teams definitely. as well that have Liverpool still to play are very happy with Watford because they don't have like anything. They, they have pretty yeah. much won it. Yeah. And it isn't like an invincible target that they've got to hit now. It's kind of, let's hope they play the kids towards the end of the season kind of thing. Um, you then got Norwich. So last time out, they lost to Sheffield. It largely relies on what Pookie can do, but I still 
don't hold much hope for them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're dead. And then we've known done, that for a long it? time as well. And it's it's sad because they've tried to play really decent football and that game when they outman sitted Man City. And then, Do you think and then they're six they, points from safety and they do have almost all of their like fellow relegation strugglers. They've got Brighton, Watford, West Ham all still down there. Great escape could be on. They've also could, got Burnley in there as well. I suppose it could be. And then you've got Aston Villa with some very difficult fixtures. And then I guess it's to see how Bournemouth and West Ham react to see if they can get. Yeah, I wouldn't down. like to see Norwich stay up. <laughs> They're a nice team to play against. You never really worry. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the only thing that could bring Suarez back to the Prem is Norwich staying up. <laughs> yeah. He cried the day they went down. <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield, so they're in seventh. I think we've spoken about them a bit, but how well do you think they'll do for the rest of the season? Because they've performed above expectations so far. You would imagine, if anything, they're going to be even better drilled than they were beforehand. So it could be even more more horrible to play them. Their home record's like really good, isn't it? And I could probably put that down to play in front of the home fans at Bramwell Lane. I mean, I reckon they're going to be one of the most affected by playing behind closed doors. Because if you're playing up against teams that are in higher quality, i.e. your Man City's, your Liverpool's, your crowd will intimidate the other team. It will drive you on. So you can see like a newly promoted team really thriving off that. And if it's going to be a completely empty stadium, you if, never know. If, it could be if it's more kind of cut and dry, who's a better team, they could fall by the wayside a little bit. If they win their game in hand against Villa on Wednesday, then they're well placed to challenge for a Champions League. That'll have them two points beyond Chelsea and they'll be above United. Yeah. That's crazy. And they've got United, Spurs, Chelsea and Leicester all to play in that. So it's in their own hands. Yeah, fate in them. Fate in their hands. And they did start that chant for Sander Birdu out being in Europe. So <laughs> yeah, they've lost just two of their last 13 away games in the Premier League and they came against Liverpool and City. Crazy. you got Southampton next then. So the turnaround they've had, eight months since they got battered 9-0 by Leicester. And then now they're, now they're there on 14th. Danny Ings on 15 goals. He's got to be gutted that the Euros aren't happening this summer because he was... He would have gone like a wild card call-up. Yeah, probably won't hit a better run of form than he was on. No. But they've done well to turn that around. That shows sometimes you can trust the manager. I'm not and sure I think we all, we all said at the time as well that we're all gutted for Hasenhutl because we all thought he was gone. Yeah. And we all yeah. like him. We literally, I remember saying on the pod that I'm gutted that happened because he's going to go now. And well, fair play to him for sticking with him. And look what's happened. Yeah, they've got Man City and United in that run. But aside from that, I mean, they've got Norwich, Arsenal, Watford, Everton, Brighton, Bournemouth, and Sheffield. Otherwise, they should be able to pick up enough points there. They can get in the top 10. I don't know what the gap is. They're unbeaten. Um, they were unbeaten in their last five before the lockdown started. Yeah, they're five points behind Burnley in tenth. 
doable. Yeah. Maybe they'll yeah. just be happy to be kind of the best. Well, the thing is, out, the, the rest outside of the top ten, I imagine, would be what they'll aim for. The teams that are in their way, Crystal Palace, Everton, and yeah. Newcastle, all teams that we have no idea what they're going to do next. I don't think it'd be out of the realms of possibility for them to finish say eleventh, which is probably what. I mean, they'll be saying just players would go and see one game at a time, as you'll probably hear. But I think if they can be the best outside of the top 10, then they should be happy with that, considering how things have been. Yeah, definitely. Who else have we got then that we've not covered? Oh, Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> so the wait, it's the same. Spurs are in eighth. Last result, a one-all draw with Burnley. Spurs have benefited as much as anyone here because... They've got all their yeah. injured players back. Yeah. Jose wanted yeah. the season done with. Harry Kane's yeah. back. Dele Alli's banned for one match for racism. So you've got <laughs> racism haunting the club this week and <laughs> disrespecting our veterans. So there you go. <laughs> allegedly. What do you mean allegedly? He was pictured for... <laughs> allegedly <laughs> his first time. It, it was read out in court, so I don't know how much yeah. factual you can get. Well, he... A personalised <laughs> football fan is, are they? I, I do How did you know that was an Arsenal fan claiming to be a Spurs fan? How do you know? <laughs> Our fans are more respectful. You mean more wet? They wouldn't have been there. Oh yeah, they don't throw bananas on the pitch, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll take our wet fans over your racist I mean, any day of the week. They did it out of Bayor, if I remember rightly. <laughs> <laughs> for bananas at the bowl. They threw out the game. Jack, I think you should sit this conversation out <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a screenshot sure I've seen it. Spurs then, so well, Harry Kane's yeah. back, Elliot's yeah. out, United first game back. If there's one thing that should kick you into gear, Jose back. going back to play United. That's a huge yeah. game. That's a huge game. I think I think we got we got United and West Ham at home, and then it's Sheffield. To be honest, I think those three games are going to pretty much quickly sum up how the remainders the remainder of the games are going to go. Because let's be honest, if we don't come out of the gates hot in those first two games at the least, I, I, I don't see what those Spurs players are playing for. I mean, things had fallen really flat as it was. Um, obviously. Kane is teetering now. I mean, it's pretty obvious that he does want to leave. So it's just we just need to start. Got to we've got to start strong and carry that. Hope that momentum carries. I mean, winning uh, winning home against United first game out of the blocks in convincing fashion would hopefully be um, a gaslight to the fire. But and then West Ham straight after that again, London derby. It can help. Kane loves a London derby goal, so hopefully we can get a bit of morale going there, a bit of rhythm going, and then Sheffield. Sheffield he loves away. a penalty, really. Sheffield away is a difficult game. Everton, we've already spoken about, can fall pretty flat. So you can see, you can see if you come out of those first three games with somehow pulling away with I don't know two wins and a draw, it's looking all right. Um, but going into Bournemouth and then Arsenal after that. The last three games of the season, which I think are Newcastle, Leicester and Crystal Palace, um, yep. is tricky. Do Spurs get top four? No. No, no, I don't Do see get it. top I, five? I, uh, I think, in all honesty, I think 
we'd be we're going to be lucky with f- fifth place at the moment. I think it's going to be more likely below that. I'd put Do you my get money the Europa on. League? So, put it like this: if we if we lose to United out of the gate and we draw with West Ham or lose to West Ham, I think we'll be I think we'll make mid table. And that's and that's and that's being optimistic. I just don't. You have I to think put your money on the table. Do you get top six? What right right now? Yeah, I'm not going to ask uh, you afterwards. Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, I genuinely wouldn't put my money on the table for top six at the moment. I don't see like uh, the direction that things were going before this all hit. I know with all the injuries in play, it's Loads just the team has we... kept fewer clean sheets in the Premier League than Spurs this season. Mm. Do, and that's not that's not saying much for a Jose Mourinho team either. Um, <laughs> it's it's the thing is it's not the way that the sort of the way that we were playing um, wasn't even appealing anymore. Just sort of that entire that Pochettino that Pochettino sort of style, which we're now moving towards a Mourinho style, it just wasn't really working at all. But on top of that. Playing in a stadium with no fans, I think we are one of the teams that do benefit from a you know a loud fan base home and away. And <laughs> it, to have that now removed, it's not gonna it's not gonna really help much. I thought you were gonna say you're gonna benefit from having no fans because they'd be used to it. No, no. Hmm. I think Arsenal, then? Oh, oh, so Arsenal. I think Jack was right earlier to say Arsenal are going to be one of the clubs that do benefit from having no fans in the stadium because the atmosphere because they're professionals. You, because uh, as, as as you spent an entire podcast talking about it once, how shit the atmosphere is, and that you're trying, <laughs> there's a small no, contingent of your fan base trying to get some sort of rhythm going, some sort of air of the stand going. But I like it's... the atmosphere at the Emirates. <laughs> Come yeah, on, he's, he said he doesn't want. He doesn't want I've to said be before. Shit. I like just sit in my seat and watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> Says it all. I'll well, chat twice that. a season against Spurs. That's Maybe so Chelsea good. and United. And the rest of the time, let me watch the game. I'll stand up <laughs> when we score. <laughs> what what are you like when you go into games, Alex? Oh, moving on. What the <laughs> then? No. So I get I get for the internet. <laughs> Watford, so Deeney has come back to training, I believe. Yeah, yes. Uh Ben Foster's agreed a new two-year contract. And Nigel Pearson does look like he's got things... Well, he's got things back on the straight and narrow, at least. Do you think they're going to stay up? I think they'll just about have enough to stay up, I think. Their level on points with Bournemouth and have failed to score in 13 games this season. So, Deeney's going to have to come out hot, so... Let's hope he's been doing some training at home. If not, they'd won just one of their last seven before the lockdown started. Was against us, though. It's not a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. win. <laughs> Let's open Dombley's been doing some fitness training. There. I think Christ alive. He was, str- <laughs> he was struggling when he was well into a season. Well, Joe's, had him in a, Joe's had him in the park, didn't he? <laughs> they got in trouble for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Jack, do you reckon Watford stay up? I'd have to say so. I mean, they're one of those teams that I'd put in the bracket of their squads better than where it should be. Is yeah. Delefeu fit again? Do we know? He's got to be out, hasn't he? I thought he was out for the season. Because, yeah, that was a bad. Yeah, he was. 
I don't know if obviously that would be a big point if he was fit, but it was a pretty bad injury. His knee crushed ligament, wasn't it? But no, the, I'm just in an article from uh, the start of May that said um, he's still six weeks from slowly doing anything. Right, fair enough. Then he's yeah, he he's, does ACL. He's a goner then. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd still probably say that Nigel Pearson has done such a good job with him, and it's one of those teams that I feel you wouldn't have placed there at the start of the season. Their squad hasn't changed too drastically, so maybe this break has done them some good. So I, I wouldn't say they go down, though. Not when you've got your Aston Villas and your Bournemouths that have arguably got well, harder we've, we've got a similar one here with West Ham, 16th at the moment. Their players so everyone took a pay, 30% pay cut. They're really in a mess. So they're level on points with Bournemouth, who are in the relegation zone. They've won just one of their last nine Premier League games before this, drawn two, lost six. Jack Welsh is fit, though. That's a positive. Yep. They've not won back to back games at home since September. And they do have games against Wolves, Spurs, Chelsea, and United still to come. Again. That run looks really bad, but that Chelsea, honestly, I'm scarred by them. Mm. They can be in the worst funk ever and they'd still get a result against us. So. Well, they, they've lost more points from winning positions than any other side in the league, so don't be too downhearted if they do take a 1-0 advantage. I imagine Chelsea's not too far behind on that list. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think, again, we're a tout in West Ham to be challenging for top four. At the start of the who? season. Who? Who? <laughs> uh, no, no, keep you, my name keep, out your mouth. You, you're open league, <laughs> I meant. Sorry, you're open league. I misspoke. Even still. But people were touting West Ham with the, like, the way that they were trying to get with this new London stadium. They're thinking, right, they're going to go places. But it just hasn't happened. I remember listening I to... I feel like, like West Ham are always going to West Ham. And yeah. I won't believe any different until I see it. So I would not have been putting them up there. <laughs> I think you would definitely have put them between 10 and 7, though. 10 and 6, maybe, at push. You wouldn't have put them in... top the... four in the last couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah, I mis- mis- Nearly mis- jumped out my that. skin. i have to edit that one out. <laughs> they should be where Burnley are. Burnley should be where they are, really. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's, thanks for saving me, TK, because that's a much better <laughs> way of putting it. <laughs> Burnley are better managed is the big difference. Oh, massively, exactly. And better at board level and better pretty much everything outside yeah. of just quality. I think West Ham will have just about enough to stay up. I don't say it with as much confidence. I feel a bit more confident in Watford, again, probably due to management. Um, I think it, I think Brighton and Bournemouth, will, one of them will struggle more than West Ham, I think. So whether that's staying up or being fortunate enough that you've got three shitter teams than you, mm. they will just about get there, I think. Well, they should have think- known what was going to happen when... Um, they brought Moisey in in that press conference where he said, look, I've been brought in to win games and winning games is what I do. And they thought, oh no, why have you done that? But this is what I was, this is what I was kind of thinking earlier. My point was, I, mean, I look back to the summer last year before the Premier League started and they just got Pellegrini in as a manager. They splashed out on Sebastian Haller. Everyone thinks that, oh, well, he's getting back to him. We've got a, signing that was. Yeah, we've got like a Premier League stand, winning standard manager. Got Haller coming in. And it just, just did not work. So, I'll partially any, defend Haller. I think if you get good players around him, he's very good for what he is. Like a, a bracket down version of Giroud, I would say. 
Yeah, kind of like holding that. Like Sarsha, but when, when, when you're holding like, a ball with no down. one playing off you, I, I imagine that's yeah. where the frustrations with him come. Yeah, Lanzini's exactly been His holder plays great, season. but when you can't get it to Well, him. he could be greater than Wilshire back then if that's the case, because he's going to be able to put balls into his feet. I, <laughs> I will see, see slightly the agreement that it, you do need the players around you to be capable of doing something when you trap the ball at your feet. So I do get what you're saying. Yeah, Lanzini was out for the as well. We used to have a lot of Giroud slander on this podcast, so not from me. Thought we were heading back down there. No, No. not from me either. Wow, that barely leaves one of us. (laughs) Jack will say he didn't play. William next. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wolves. Then Wolves are probably a bit harshly done by in the fact that Sheffield did so well, have done so well that we've perhaps not given Wolves the credit that they deserve. They're in, sixth, they're in sixth place at the moment. And I think it needs to be said as well, going through Europa League campaign as well as, is that yeah. they're yeah. kind of maintaining this league form while still playing. We know how many games there are in the Europa League and how that can really take a toll on a team. So, yeah, it's great that Sheffield are doing this because it's their first season there, but Wolves did this last season and then they've maintained it with the Europa League campaign and I think it's just testament down to the management again. In it's just they're like everyone's second favourite. Do you know what I mean? Everyone likes a bit of wolves. I no think who you support. they're playing for something greater in that they they need to play to prove to some of these top players that it's worth sticking around for the project they've got going and not taking a move elsewhere because someone probably around the level of Arsenal, Spurs United are going to go in for someone like Jota, Patricio, Ruben Neves. That Traore, definitely. Yeah, Traore. He's going to probably go for something vile. Someone's going to yeah, so, get big on that. I remember him being linked when he was at Borough to a lot of teams, Chelsea being one of them. Everyone's like, what is going on? Why are we being linked to this player? And now, with a bit of coaching, you can kind of see the player that he's turned into. Who, Traore? Traore, yeah. Because he was yeah, I think like, he's had a bit more than coaching. Yeah, <laughs> that as well. But just absolute pace merchant. But they have no yeah, end product, and he's that is freakish. slowly but surely getting that end product to go with his pace. I think he'll get him. He'll probably end up somewhere like Inter or someone that's going <laughs> to give him big wages. Well, this is the thing. In the days gone by, you would assume that, but you're you're talking about teams now in the Premier League from eight upwards that can give you those big bumper contracts that sometimes the top four in Italy and Spain would struggle to give you. We've seen, though, that no matter how well things do, like players are still going to go to teams like Arsenal, United, no matter how badly they do, because yeah. the name still holds some weight. And players yeah. still go to Milan and talk about what a great club it is to sign for. People are still going to go to Inter when they're not even in the top two clubs in Italy competing because it's Inter Milan. So I do mm. think no matter how well they do, they're still going to have to do a certain level of convincing just because the glamour of playing for Wolves isn't the same as playing for somebody else. Exactly. You find it out in the same way as Leicester have. If you look at Maguire yeah. going to United, but obviously Chilwell going to Chelsea, there, there wouldn't be any question that Chilwell would go to Chelsea. If that transfer comes about, it's not going to be a will he, won't he? It'll be, he's going to go. Yeah. So in every tweet he does, the replies are like Chelsea fans from top to bottom. Yes. <laughs> Thinking that you said about Wolves, it's a, it's a funny thing with them, is that Jack is right in terms of People do seem, to, everyone does seem to like them, and they seem to be sort yeah. of like a plucky club. Yet they have spent over 100 million each transfer window the last couple of windows. 
So they have maybe partly they why spent, Sheffield have got that spent more credit. well as well though, which is yeah, a yeah big that is thing. absolutely true. Mm. It's um, but it's it's just a funny one, isn't it? How you, if a team sort of buys success it's right, the top, really don't like it? it, but underneath, yeah, yeah, the sort of seems and I guess sort of plucky little you, team. And yeah, that 100 million now isn't the same as what 100 million was. No, that's true. No, no, but no. I, I remember I saw a, a graph saying like they're sort of spending relative to what they were. So Wolves like right up then. I saw a journalist who was a fairly sort of standard uh, contrarian sort of journalist, but yeah. saying, well, why why do we give them such praise and others not so much? I just, I've always interesting because I, I agree I've, with Jack. I tend to quite like them. I tend to think, I, oh, I think it's how like- they do well. 100%. I think it's about the, the image of the club and what it kind of portrays as well. So you've got mm. Nuno in, in charge and he's just anything, just a lovely bloke. So I mean, yeah, every interview. Nice I was uh, saying, they're not competing with the top clubs and yeah. whether it's yeah. whether it's our own bias, we still perhaps foolishly think that we're above a team like Wolves. So well, we I, aren't I think... too upset to see them doing well because we still assume that we're a better team. Well, I think yeah. we've seen that with uh, we've not not dig with you and Alex talking about Arsenal Spurs. I think we've like we said like, oh, where are they going to finish? Just like there's a nice idea that say Wolves and Sheffield are just going to fall, yeah. and then it's going to be up to Arsenal Spurs just to see where they finish. When in reality, I, I don't see I certainly I don't see Wolves dropping. No. Yeah, we beat United, and I was thinking about top four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I especially looking at Wolves fixtures, I think they're in with a real chance. Especially Jack said about the. Europa League. It's going to be interesting to see the fact that they're not going to have those fixtures in between. Are they yeah. going to be even better? Or is it? Is, is Europe, Europe League being cancelled now? Is it? I don't think it's cancelled, um, but I, they haven't made an announcement. But I think I'm pretty sure they are going to call an end it's, to it. Same as the Champions gonna be, League. It's going to be gutting for them when you consider. Wasn't it yeah. Real Sociedad? They just absolutely walloped four 0 It's either that, or they're just going to carry it on next season. So we'll see how it goes. If we is there been any weight towards this story of they're going to do like this mini tournament to finish the Champions League and the Europa League all I in think like it's Lisbon thinking. or something? I think that everyone's concerned with getting their own leagues finished and then everything See what else happens is afterwards. Yeah, I've got just a couple but, of questions to finish it to finish us off. I was going to say some one might be easier than the other. <laughs> Who do you think benefits the most from the Premier League coming back now? Spurs. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I think Spurs. Just Kane coming back. So I think Liverpool. Sorry, so Liverpool benefit from the league coming back now. It's hard to say. Sorry, if we meant the break, essentially, who's benefiting? Yeah. Oh, I mean, just like so we, yeah, things coming back now. Do you mean benefits? do you mean the fact that the Premier League is coming back full stop? Who yeah, essentially. Oh, well, oh yeah, case, well, we'll be Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, we're the only ones who. Really had sort of everything rested on it, didn't we? Everyone else could yeah, probably stay off. That, no, I, I don't yeah. agree with Spurs. I was just uh, and, and to be honest, and Leicester because you know if they got robbed of a Champions League place because they didn't finish, you'd feel pretty gutted, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not for me, but uh, if I if it ended how it ended, I'd have been very very happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, it's 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 a difficult one because, like you said, what we said before, we, no one knows how we're going to react. But Liverpool's definitely going to be. The ones buzzing the most from it. If it, you would have, you'd have had some fans if it had been ended on like points per games, asking why it wasn't on like points per game when the top scorer of the team hasn't scored <laughs> on that table that came out for Liverpool. <laughs> points when Salah hasn't scored, or if games ended after two goals. 
which team would have won the league. <laughs> Alternate tables towards the end of the season, they're just an absolute yeah. minefield. <laughs> Who do you think benefits the least from the season coming back? West Ham, I would say, because they were all for cancelling it. They were the ones that were spearheading <laughs> the movement to get it signed, to get it cancelled. As a player, then, that must say, that must be lovely when the board are desperately trying you, <laughs> to make it so you can't play. You yeah. can't possibly risk being so shit that you're going to go down. And especially with loving their... that Atletico statement. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was unreal. So what, good. The, the one Did where you it was... Jack, yeah, saying... if, you, if they... Because they beat the, the last year's champions, <laughs> they should be crowned champions. If the Sounds legit to me. You'd have had so many teams coming out after that saying, no, we were hoping to draw Liverpool because we wanted to beat the champions as well. Yeah. The thing the thing with that is, that is the classic case of uh, how we can laugh at something when it's from afar. But if one of our yeah. clubs from here said a joke, we'd be like, what fucking embarrassment of a club. If you're nice, Imagine yeah, if like, City had done that, we'd all be like, oh, you're embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's, we can laugh. it's a good thing that Liverpool haven't come out with a statement in response and said, look, well, if... If it doesn't finish, then we're still the holders, essentially. <laughs> because then you'd have been having a far saying you finished it as like Premier League and Champions League winners and all sorts. Yeah, I mean that is that's not a conversation I'm willing to bring up with any Liverpool fan. That's <laughs> in a way strangely comforting that we lost to Watford and lost to Atletico before this was all done. Because imagine if you were heading for a season where you could have gone unbeaten, etc., could have gone for the Champions yeah. League again. Yeah, in at at least that's not keeping me up at night. I think you're well, lucky in the sense of a fan that you'd won it pretty much before this happened. It was just kind of when you won it. Whereas if it was like a, like a tight, like say it was even 10 points. Yeah, yeah, people, that, absolutely. People would, people would always be able to hold over your head. Well, it was because of coronavirus. That's the only reason why. And don't worry, I will try to throw them blue in the face to make that same argument <laughs> yeah. for every year to come. We'll just have to quietly remind you there's 25 points difference. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Well, we can look forward to next week because we won't have to speak hypothetically. We will actually have had several rounds of Premier League fixtures, so we should have plenty to talk about next week. I know, is this real life? Some of the garbage we've had to talk about the last couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Alex's Desert Island playlist with the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack on it. (laughs) God, thank God those days are behind us soon. He got he off the work off the back of that. What are you talking about? Did he drift it off? <laughs> Is he it? He might have. Has he got A1 again? You're calling me out. <laughs> nice of you to join what? us. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm not having good connection. You keep firing. Keeps on fading out for like 60 seconds now and again. Can be worse. Your, it's more consciousness than it is. Yeah. <laughs> is that happening to anyone else? No, no. I've got you. That's oh, all right then. I, I just just because you guys went silent and like you were laughing, I I, I just guessed what was said then. So. <laughs> I said, "Thank God, we'll have some Premier League football to talk about next week, and we won't have to make no." I heard that. Had recently. I, heard, I heard that. It like was when you pi- like to... you putting Pirates of the Caribbean into a playlist. I, I felt, I felt, I felt when I I felt when I was in the crosshairs, even though I was struggling to pick up <laughs> what was being said. <laughs> well, anyway, I think that just about wraps us up as I said plenty more to come for this week if uh, people are not tired yet of hearing our voice on the airwaves so thanks again for listening to another edition of Spitballing Pod enjoy the Premier League when it comes back this week and we'll be back ourselves next week thank you